We're listening Can to... Can you explain to them, Brad, what's going on? Yeah. Uh, uh, so, Aaron Knight, our guest today on episode 60, just discovered ASMR, or just was introduced to it. Um, and so, she likes kayaking. So, I typed in ASMR kayaking on YouTube, and we have... 4K river kayaking, bird singing, water sounds, paddling the canoe, natural video, no loop. Wow, this is like this is an actual like three hour video. This is pretty good. I guess what I'm curious is what I'm curious about that is that is it say in the description maybe? Um, it doesn't say. I'm curious if those if that's the actual natural sound or called nat sound or if it's piped in. What I mean is. If that was just a kayak on a boat picking up all of the ambient sound around, or if it was just a video of a kayak that he added in, I would say the latter. A, a soundtrack. Well, I don't know. I told you it didn't. That one didn't sound very believable. Oh, it sounded oh, oh, like oh. maybe it was composed on a keyboard from multiple other sounds. Yeah, it sounded a little artificial. It sounded pleasing, but just artificial. Yeah. 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 All, all the bird sounds were really strong. So all of the sounds themselves are natural sound, but it's not the natural organic sound from this particular environment. environment. Yeah. Yes. Got it. Yeah, actually, um, I hate to go off on a little tangent here for a moment, but uh, do, do, you, do you listen to comedy at all? A little bit, not a lot. Brian Regan? No. Oh, he has this skit where someone on ESPN got called out during a golf tournament because they piped in the wrong bird sounds. So like as you're golfing, you know, you're like out in you know yeah. the grass and there's usually forest around you and stuff. And some guy called into ESPN because they piped in a bird that was not indigenous to the area they were golfing at. <laughs> that's, like, so he, that's like watching a movie and knowing that there's an inaccuracy and pointing it out. But like movies typically have inaccuracies, so you're almost like expecting like the adaptation of the book to be a little bit off. But like you're just watching when you're golf, golf. <laughs> you're, but you're watching golf and, and and you're like just listen to these like sounds and the fact that you have you can like pick up such a, a nuanced sound of, of 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 like a different. He calls him Google for Cocoa Puffs in the, in the in the comedy skit. He he I'll was he was a good golf golf and and bird sound connoisseur. Yeah, wow. I mean, the dedication of just knowing those bird sounds were pretty good. So, anyways, yeah. hey, uh, I have Aaron Knight uh, from the Havelock Chamber of Commerce here for episode sixty. Thank you for having me. Thank you for uh, for being here, Aaron. Um, tell us a little bit about. Uh, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself before you before we get into the chamber. Well, you know, Havelock area is a military community, so I'm actually a transplant. I'm originally from Oregon, thus the kayaking. I think you and, told me that yeah. one time. Yeah. Okay. So I'm a little bit earthy. I I really like. How, know, how do you pronounce it though? Oregon. Oregon. Okay. All right. I was gonna say. I know it's pronounced Oregon. Not Oregon. I, yeah. I thought. I thought maybe you <laughs> pronounced like Oregon or something like that. No, but I know. I I know that it's Oregon. It's Oregon. Um, okay. Yeah, so I grew up in the mountains out there. Oh, awesome. It was, wow. It was a good childhood. Have you watched 1883? No. It's all about the Oregon Trail. Is I said, it? see, I said Oregon. I know, I caught it. But I feel like <laughs> I feel like when you reference the trail, like I feel like it's proper to say the Oregon Trail, not the Oregon Trail. Because everybody called it the Oregon Trail. No, everybody out 
East Coast, maybe. <laughs> oh, okay. Growing yeah, up playing the computer game and everything, it was the Oregon Trail. Yeah, it's 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 all about the actual Oregon Trail, though. Yeah, um, but did, did you you play the Oregon Trail like the game. Yes, yeah, when uh, computers first started always coming died. out, always died. You had the floppy never disk. Never made it. And- never made it. Never made it. No, it was like a special computer in like in school. You got to if you finished all your stuff, you got to play like a little bit. of Yes, the, it was an Apple TV. So I, I mean, this is this is this is dating me. I don't mind. I I, I kind of love this stuff. Um, yeah, it was a it was an Apple Apple two E was the first computer that I ever learned on. Like, and it wasn't like oh, this was because the one that was like handed down. Like that was the current technology. That was the thing of to the have. Day. Yeah. And the Oregon Trail was like a big deal. I think yeah. you can play it on like on like Chrome now or something. I, I'm I'm quite certain of it. They've, of they've adapted it. Yeah. Well, now I wonder: Could you live with the wisdom of an adult? Do you think you could get through the know. Oregon I Trail? I don't know. We, we we should we should like set that up next time. Like play like a video game or something. Or maybe I'll play with Doctor Oxley. He's in video games. Mm. Um. I, I should try. I don't know. I don't. I don't remember if there's like a lot of time commitment to it or not. Or um, I don't think so because it was a reward system in the school. Was it okay? So yeah. I mean, An- another very popular uh, Apple II Apple game back in the day that also took forever and was really hard to complete was remember President Elect. I don't know if you. Know. Yeah, it was like you went on this campaign trail. <laughs> First of all, I don't know like what the. Like, if you think of today, like, with Call of Duty or, like, Grand Theft Auto that we saw earlier, it's, like, the games. <laughs> and so a yeah. game, like, 22 years ago is you go on a, Politics. Camp- a campaign trail. I don't know. Um, yeah, but the Oregon Trail was very – I just remember it being very difficult. I don't – I wasn't super into it. I was never into – I was really never into video games. So I was really never super into it to, to begin with. That's why I don't, yeah. can't really speak to a lot. Atari. Um, I had an Atari, but, yeah, I didn't use it a whole lot. Um, I had a Nintendo and I didn't use, didn't use, I was the first of like my, you know, cousins and friends to have a Nintendo and they ended up getting a Nintendo much later and they were like way more into it than I was. Yeah. I just, I never got into video games. I got a free Xbox one time when I was working at Best Buy and I ended up trading it for, I don't even know what it was. I ended up trading it for something else with someone else on Craigslist just because I never used it. Yeah. I, just, I never, I just never got into it. I'm video with you games. on that one. I, I just never got into it. I see the appeal to it. It's fun. I just just never got into it. It, it feels like a time commitment. Oh, it definitely is in, a time in commitment. In a lot of ways. And then it ends up just sucking all your extra time. It, it's actually not even that. I actually don't care about time suckers. I mean, I there's plenty of things that I waste my time with. So it's not even it's not even like the way it's not even like the inefficient use of time. I just never got into the virtual reward of the game, I guess, maybe. Hmm. I think maybe that's what it is. Wow, that's interesting. I think I just made a revelation. I think it's because the premise of a video game that you, the, um, uh, what's the word? Not the euphoria, but like the the um, the adrenaline rush that yeah. you get from winning is all virtual and just stops there. And so. You need tangible. Yeah, all my adrenaline is tangible. That's it. Wow. Whoa. Psychology. Yeah. I just video like, games. Yeah, I just had like a super <laughs> self-reflection about that just now. I think I just realized why I'm not into it, why I can't get behind any of this other virtual stuff is I'm, my adrenaline is, is extremely tangible. Holy wow. Mm. I'm going to be thinking about that for like a solid two days. Well, if you have any more epiphanies, let me know. 
Well, when you get to explain things like that, I think it really it it like it's so satisfying to like have an explanation for things. Well, know? and it's self growth now because now you know That's how to right. reward yourself a little bit better maybe yes like when i go out to get a coffee and like a cupcake or something you know it's like that's a tangible reward right and i can tangibly see it growing with me later it's funny you mentioned cupcakes because today is cupcake wednesday for me i've oh, been i've okay. been going to to one of our businesses and getting a cupcake oh how Every... many places are get get cupcakes well we used to have two, but in Havelock, we have Carolina's Cupcakes now. Okay. And I've been going there every Wednesday for over oh, two years now. Oh, wow. Okay. So, like, I got up this morning and I was like, yeah, it's Cupcake Wednesday. Got it. Okay. <laughs> sometimes I'll walk in and, you know, like, cheers the when they yell Norm. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'll walk in and they'll yell Wednesday. Is it just Cupcake Wednesday for you or is that, like, a thing? It's for me. <laughs> got it. Okay. You just made up your own. You made up your own national holiday. It's my own thing. It's a weekly holiday. It it really is a weekly holiday, and it's it's my self reward. Yeah, that's cool. Because maybe I'm similar in the fact that you know I didn't like video games either. I like the cool. tangible. Yeah, you're you're a tangible. Um, uh, what was the word? I, uh, you're like a, a, I don't even know if adrenaline is like the just a t- you're a tangible reward person i guess yeah yeah because i do find it amazing like the you know the kids that are spending money on like in-game upgrades yes like, a lot like it's a huge business like like huge getting business. a new life on a video game is not rewarding for me but getting a cupcake oh, it's not <laughs> even, even a new life i could i could actually understand the new life like oh i ran out of life so i'm just gonna pay for an upgrade so i can get another chance that's not even what i'm talking about i'm talking about like they'll buy like their character in the game They'll buy like sneakers. avatar suits. Yeah, like like a new shirt or a new hat or like to just change the avatar's appearance. It's fascinating. I'd I'm rather not have real shoes or a real hat. Yeah, but I, I, I can't judge only because I, I don't. My mind's not there. That that's not that's not what satisfies me. Yeah. I guess is kind of my point. And so uh, I can't say that it's wrong to do that. I just think it's a little silly. But based on the tangibility we all have different interests and different strengths so how did you get from oregon to here oregon to here uh you you, you did like you did like the reverse oregon trail so let's let's go back for a moment yeah Uh, so how'd you get over here uh i met a marine okay it happened so so did you only go from oregon to here then oregon to well yeah i was born in california raised in oregon oh well now we're getting a little secret details here i feel like you're not giving the whole story Aaron. yeah <laughs> so you're born in california yes where in california bakersfield don't know where that is don't worry about it i don't know where anywhere <laughs> in california is well um i've never been there so so then i was raised in oregon and then for a little while in high school i actually went to an art high school in milwaukee wisconsin so wow. i'm into the visual arts i like arts um so you know that's okay that's kind of a secret about me do you do any art um, I do. Okay. Like I do. What? Can you can you talk about it? I like doing um, painting, acrylic paintings. Oh. Um, but a lot of my art has turned crafty now, so I like to create gifts for people. So you might like take like a blank pottery mug and like you know paint that or something like that. Yeah, or... I'll do glass paintings, or if I know somebody likes something, I'll I'll backstitch a mm-hmm. pattern onto uh, like I did a diaper bag one time for yep. a friend. So I just, Interesting. it's creative. Um, there's this guy on TikTok that makes these like custom t-shirts that are all like hand painted. So mm-hmm. he, he he makes them for a lot of celebrities now. He actually just did this collaboration, I think with Nike maybe, where he took a jean jacket 
And oh no, that, that that was for someone else. But he took this jean jacket and he like painted a picture of like a football player, like with this like scene behind it. I mean, yeah. it was like really intricate, like on like jean. I mean, I would imagine wearable that's a, art. I would imagine it's a hard canvas though to paint on because it's not exactly like no. If the textures and the paints are right, yeah, it's not that hard. So. Oh, okay, look at look at this pro over here. <laughs> I, I did not. You've been holding out on us, Aaron. I'll do fabric painting too. Do, do you have like a paint your own pottery place in Havelock or the Havelock area? We do not, but we. Have have um, a lot of people that will travel and do different painting parties and things like that. Uh, the reason I asked, there's this uh, the accidental artist over here. Yeah, in and but I've been to the accidental oh, artist. Okay. I got I got some pottery in my house with my kids' handprints and yeah. Actually, I have my little bear. I'll show you the bear on the way out. Like the they have yes, the mi- uh, they have the miniature Newburn bears that you can paint. So that was like one of the first things. Maybe I, we'll uh, get did. some Havelock jets in there. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, you can get like your own. <laughs> You should you should actually talk to them about that. Actually, you should talk about incorporating some sort of um, like Havelock type of thing in there. Some Rams, something I don't know. Some what, of our whatever mascots. Is, uh, yeah, what, what, whatever is like uh, pays homage to because that's that's where the Bears thing came from. Yeah. Everybody wanted their own thing, their and own so bear. they commissioned it out to someone that made a miniature version of it, um, and then they they're available for sale, and then you, you everybody paint can paint them. their own bear, which everybody I think is awesome. Bear. I mean, I saw some of these creations that people do. I mean, they're just so like intricate on the, on like the time. I could see how an artist could do it like on the full size one, but you get down to this like little tiny little bit. I mean, just the amount of right. detail that they do with like the little tiny little paint. And then they sometimes they paint with like toothpicks to get like a really small fine. I mean, it's incredible. Yeah, or you can paint and then etch it out with a toothpick even. And that then put too. A glaze yeah, over it's it. just incredible. I haven't done any painting. I, I should go back. It's It's been probably. At a solid two years, I think, of actually since I've been there. So, well, maybe I'm making you feel creative again. Yeah, no, I did like going there. Like, <laughs> I would go there with my son. They're like, my son, he'd, he'd mm-hmm. paint, you know, he would just put paint everywhere on stuff. And he likes it. He loves painting. So, he, he really, really likes that, actually. Very good. So, I probably should oh, actually yes. take him there soon. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that's actually one of my son's paintings up there. Yeah. That's Beautiful. like, uh, I think that's actually one of the ones he made for the office here. Um, he wanted to make one for you. This is a cute kid. I mean, he's like he was like four and a half when that happened. Who was right. it? Was it Michelle? Yeah, Michelle from the Country Biscuit was in here, and she said, "I want that." Uh, yeah, I yeah, yeah. Well, he, what I love about her. a piece of art like that is you can hang it in different directions and get different interpretations. That is correct. Yes. Yep. That is definitely correct. Yeah. We. I initially <laughs> thought about doing it vertical, but it just happened to fit above the door there. So. I like it. Yeah, and there's another one out there. I'll show you on the way out. So it's actually on underneath the uh, this or. Above the sink, there. It's kind of another one he did. Yeah, no, he, that one he has, has a, movement. He has so. a ton of paintings yeah. that he's made. Ton, yeah. So anyway, all right. So then, um, so you're in Wisconsin. Yeah. And yeah. then, uh, then you then back you to Oregon. Her, then you, oh, then you went back to Oregon. And then I met a fella. Um, Twenty nine Palms, California. Um, Cherry Point. Um, let's see. Buford, South Carolina, Fort Worth, Texas, back to Havelock, North Carolina. Wow. How did the two of you originally meet? Um, well, we met a, on the, did the guy walk into a bar or? We met on the telephone through through a mutual friend. But Interesting. also recently divorced. So. so now this is like telephone, like probably like, I'm not trying to date you, yes. here, but I'm just saying like, it's probably like corded phone. It's not the like. The amount of money that thing. was spent on his phone bill and yeah. my phone bill. Long and distance, had, right. And you had to call after 9 p.m. to get the five right. cents a minute versus oh the 10 God, cents a minute. Oh my God, all these things that I remember now. Yes. And do you have MCI or do you have AT&T oh and what God. rates and what's the rules? Do you remember on your cell phone where you used to get free incoming calls and so I would ask, I would call someone like, hey, can you just call me back right quick? Yeah. Because I'd get a free incoming call. Right. 
because I was that cheap. Get the landline to call the cell phone instead. That's right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It just made sense. And then I feel like the cell phone companies are just wise up and just like, whatever, people are just doing this anyways. And then they're like, okay, now you just get free everything except for data. <laughs> everything comes free. But you everything's get three free phone changing. phone lines and just everything comes free. Just data you got to pay for. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where it used to be unlimited data. It used to, be, it used to have unlimited data back yeah. in the day. But you didn't use a whole lot. so. And then it all changed again. So what do you mean? Just, con- just constantly changing mm. on whether or not you now there's different plans for how much data and if you That's get right. unlimited yes. data and yes. how many people you can have on your plan. Or then there's like you get this much 5G data, then you get and then it goes down to 4G, and then it goes down to 3G, and then you only get so much 3G, and then once you use it all your 3G, then it goes down to like or dial-up cell phones speeds. with different storage, and then then you have iCloud now. And- oh my god, yeah, this is like great. I'm getting anxiety just thinking about all this. Okay, cell let's phone change plans. the subject. Well, I used to, I used to, I used to be in the cell phone business. I don't know if I told you that before. No. Yes. Yeah, so when I worked at Best Buy, I was at Best Buy for like twelve years, and six of them or so. Was, Did you sell pagers? No, it wasn't back then. That day, <laughs> but I was actually at Staples when we sold Palm Pilots, like original Palm Pilots that had no. Yeah. Y- y- there was no. Con- the only connectivity is when you docked it, so you had yeah. to. So in the morning, you would you would take this Palm Pilot, Claire. Just I'm just showing you showing y'all how this used to work. You take your Palm Pilot. In the morning, you would dock it, and then it would sync your calendar. It would sync your notes. It would sync all. It would sync your mail. So I'm envisioning, like in my brain, I'm envisioning like putting a phone on a uh, wireless charger or something like kind of like that. that, But there was like a little connection. But there's no internet, so it was just what you input onto it. Got Mm -hmm. it. Your grocery list, your calendar, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Your list. Yeah, you and then you would dock it. It would sync it. And then you would take it out, and then it would. Then you could enter stuff for the day, and then okay. you would redock it at the end of the day to kind of. So re-sync. you know, we were talking about education a little bit. Um, I was actually a teacher's assistant in special education classrooms at Havelock High School for a while. Oh. Um, the first time I was in Havelock, and the Palm Pilot was uh, state of the art technology to have for uh, our nonverbal autistic students. Interesting. What? What? Uh, how did that help them? Um, so we had, we had a child that was nonverbal, but could spell and read and write just fine. And oh. so she was able to write her lists of interests, or we were able to put a chronological list of activities for the day onto the Palm Pilot versus mm. saying it to her. She could then read it. Interesting. And so it was really helpful. It was state of the art technology at the mm. time. And now, wow. now I wonder if they're have cell phones in the classrooms for the same yeah or like same purposes iP- or an ipad or something where they yeah. can draw on it and kind of explain it yeah that's interesting wow yeah um it was a good tool at the time and one other thing i remember with the pump because i had a pump one of the other things i remember is uh, a big thing that came out with because uh, you remember you remember MapQuest? yes yeah do, 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 do you ever use a map quest claire yeah okay um so you had MapQuest, and this was like this predated turn by turn gps so what would happen is you'd have the MapQuest app, I'll call it, on your Palm Pilot. You could sync your route. So it was a mm-hmm. one-time route. You had one time. You, you know, there was no like, oh, you missed a turn, you know. Yeah. It would sync your route from your MapQuest online onto your Palm Pilot. And it would then, it wouldn't give you turn by turn. You had to basically click next. And it would then give you like the How next. How many miles till your next turn. That's exactly And then if it. you missed that turn, you'd have to turn around and look for that street again. That's exactly it. But you wouldn't have to have a printed sheet, you know, out. You could have it kind of cradled I, up, I up on your that. I always had a printed sheet. That's car. how I grew up. We would like print out yeah. MapQuest and we'd be like. Triple A membership. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I, it's impossible to go back. But I mean, 
I think that's part of why people like reminisce about like older. I mean, I just the I I have a love hate with convenience and access. <laughs> things are just too convenient, and things are too accessible. Like we are too accessible based on like a phone oh, or yeah. text. It's just we're too accessible. And so I just feel like the majority of people have conditioned themselves to just assume other people are also too accessible. And so when you're not responding right away, it becomes anxious for a lot of people. And it's just like, yes. I might not have got back to you for like a day sometimes, like back in like a quarter telephone. Like if I wasn't near yeah. that phone, I had to go check the tape voicemail, you know? Yeah. And so... But there's an advantage because now in more emergency type of situations, you can access that person when needed. Yes. You know, um, there's you have more real time communication available. So that's where that love hate is, you know, because it's what's good for the goose is good for the gander. You know, yes, I would prefer to not have the access, though, in the emergency situations. Personally, I feel like the access has also made mankind um, not self-sufficient. So we're just we only can rely on the access that we're trying to get to to figure out how to solve our problem. And so but again, there's there's a lot of stuff like, you know, like I learned how to replace outlets and wire my electrical my workshop up electrical from watching YouTube yes. videos. So, again, it's just it's just a love hate relationship. See, and for me, there's nothing I can't do when I, you know, Yeah. So, anyways, okay. So let's. Uh, all right. So now, um, this is this is very interesting dialogue. Um, so speaking of technology, let's talk a little about the the chamber. Let's talk a little about okay where you guys have been. Where let's. Just, how did you get involved with the chamber? Let's talk about that. Um. Well, my faith plays a really important part. It was okay. a God thing. Um. You know, I did mention that I was divorced, so I there came a time when I needed to reinvent myself and get serious and use my college education and um kids are getting older and and so um the job had been posted before and i kind of declined i didn't feel like i was really qualified to do it mm -hmm. and um they had hired somebody that person didn't really last so there was a gap and the chamber was you know needing somebody that had uh military experience because of our community had event planning experience and just a lot of different dynamic things. Mm. And it actually took a friend of mine to grab me pretty much by the shoulders and say, you're completely qualified for this position. You would mm -hmm. be a rock star. Um, you're needed. And so um, it was a time in my life where I had previously worked um, education, uh, mentoring, life skills training, uh, you know, care positions and um with everything going on in my world i kind of needed to step back from taking care of other people and take care of me so uh fell into the chamber and uh, love it absolutely love what i'm doing uh very passionate about my community so it was a good good way for me to spend my energy good wow that's good so and and, and it's only been just slightly over two years of uh, if my math is correct yes uh, two and a half yeah two and a half yeah. september will be three years Oh, September. Okay, so it was September yeah. when you had joined. Okay, yeah, got yeah. Because I remember when you and I had first met. It was at an event, which is like in January, I believe. It was like January of 2020. Yeah, and it was like oh, because I had just joined a chamber at that particular time, and so um, it was like oh yeah, this is like a fun event. And then like two months later, it was like oh hey, by the way, we're not doing any more events for a little bit. You know? Yeah, 
Yeah. I was like, what the hell? Well, we actually managed to <laughs> overcome quite a bit of the pandemic with, with some of our, our things. Our military affairs committee, we just kind of reinvented how we did things mm-hmm. um, to still meet the mission. So the, the chamber was still just hopping busy. Mm-hmm. Uh, did not like working from home, though. So tell us a little bit about the world of Havelock. So the reason I'm mentioning this is I know most of the answers I'm going to ask you. I'm asking you this for our viewers and okay. to educate yeah. the general audience. So. Because Havelock is a part of Craven County. Yes. Okay? And, and this is, and I've said this to you before, it, it just feels like Havelock is sort of like a connector between the end of Craven County and like the beginning of Carteret. Yes. Know? It's because it's just kind of in the middle of the two of them. And so sometimes I would feel like, is it, wait, is it part of Cape Cart? You know, is it part of Carteret? Because it just is so close. It's, it's a little bit there. set back. It's on mm-hmm. the way to the beach. It's right. smaller. It, we don't have a downtown area. Mm-hmm. Our community looks a lot different than New Bern. You know right. this. Mm-hmm. Um, so t- tell us what, like, what does, you know, what's, uh, like, sell me on Havelock, I guess is kind of a point. Havelock does family better than anywhere else. Okay. Ooh, I like that tagline. That's good. So I, I say that often. I feel it strongly. Uh, my kids started school there. My kids get to finish school there, mm-hmm. even being military and moving along i've worked in the school systems there i've been a small business owner there um gone to church there i love havelock um you know if we can get people in to talk to somebody with the chamber we can tell them all the best ways to invest based Mm -hmm. on what their interests are um yeah we do family really well so what what is it is it uh you mentioned things like school systems um churches so what what is it you what are a couple things about havelock that makes it a better place for families to grow up? It's a family environment. So it's so diverse because of the military community. You have people from everywhere. You can start a conversation with a stranger just by saying, hey, where are you from? Mm. Do you say it Oregon or Oregon? <laughs> um, and start those conversations. Well, you were you Oregon because you, you left there. Oh, I'm Oregon. <laughs> Gone, Oregon. It was a, that was a pretty bad one. That was a pretty bad joke. You got it, though. But, I mean, people in Havelock help each other Mm. with everything. And everybody's kind of really invested in the story. You know, it's it really is like family, depending on what everybody's interests are. Military is embraced from every creed you can think of. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just really accepting community. I think one of the other, uh, you know, I don't just thought of this now, but I think one of the other, you know, like a little selling benefits of it is that it's a little closer to beach than if you were to live in New Bern. You know, if, absolutely I mean, not by a whole. I mean, but, you know, by about 20 minutes, maybe because from here to depending where you're going to be living in Havelock, it might be 15, but it might be 20 minutes from Havelock. Everything is within reach. Yeah, I guess that's kind of the point. Yeah, you you can if you want. If there's something happening in downtown New Bern that you want the downtown life, it's 20 minutes. But if you want to get to, to Atlantic Moorhead Beach, City. it might be a 25 minute ride instead of for us where it's about a 50 minute ride from right. our house, you know, everything's within reach from Havelock. Yeah, that's interesting. So I just kind of had that again. That was like another little, you know, little revelation that I had here. We should add that to your, uh, we should add that to your website somewhere. It's like, right? oh, like a 25 minute our ride wonderful to the beach, website. you know, yeah. Tell us about your website. I, it's it's a it's a beautiful looking website. Tell us, tell uh, us I do so much it. like our website. It was created by one of our chamber members. Oh. I don't know if you guys know, but it was created by Bear City Impact. Oh, interesting. Oh. <laughs> oh, look at that. Oh, oh, that, oh, that's us. That, oh, that's us. That is you. Oh, so excellent. all of our members are linked on there really well. It's very user friendly. Mm. I love it. Our our area guide is on there. So um, 
Yeah. Do, do, do you get applicants um, applying now for membership? Yes, through the form? yes. We've yeah. re- we've received new chamber members from the website. So, received- so tell us about the old way. So, how, how if I wanted to become a chamber member, you know, maybe six months ago, you know, before the website was launched, how how would I become a member? Typically, typically, paper. So I'd have to fill an application on paper. Yeah. In so you're saying in 2021, I would have to fill an application by paper. <laughs> We are growing leaps and bounds. We are quite progressive. So how does it happen in 2022 now? How do you become a member in 2022? You can go to our great website that's created by Bear City Impacts, and it's www.havelockchamber.org. But what what do you do? Like, how how do I, what's the step method? You can click on a little button that says join. Yep. And then what do I do? You type in your information. I type it in on my my keyboard. On your keyboard. Oh, okay. From from afar. That's what I getting at. From your phone or, you know, whatever's most convenient. I find it amazing how many, not even just like, like from a chamber perspective, I think it's super, I mean, it's it's super important to have an online application form because the form is kind of long, not like super long, but it's just, it's got more it than a few questions. It asks for information for billing and asks for information that's going to go into the area guide directory, which is often different. Uh, different contacts to be used for different things. Yeah. It's- but you wouldn't believe how many websites have paper forms for things still. I guess that, that was my joke about the 2021 thing. It's like, I don't know if this was like maybe 20, I can't, like even back in 2010, there was, you know, online forms are fairly standard to come yeah. by. As early as like 2015, online forms were like a very standard. You know, but there's still a lot of people that prefer the paper. And I think what's great, sure. though, is is the paper can be accessed from a lot of different places. And then also another thing that we're doing progressively is our cloud-based phones. Mm. So our, our office landline can receive text messages. Uh, are you using like a Google Voice or? No, it's the Avaya phone system. Oh, so okay. it runs through our internet. It's wonderful technology. Hmm. You know, we have an admin assistant that wears hearing aids. And so it allows her to get the phone fed through her hearing aid. Oh, that's nice. Um, wow. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. Was she so, like a Bluetooth hearing aid or something? Yes. Wow, that's fascinating. Yes, technology advances. That so she just connects her hearing aid to like the phone To her system. cell phone, oh, which, cell phone, which has the app for our landline. So she can use her cell phone that's oh. attached to her hearing aids to make phone calls on our business line. Wow, that is... Yes. I'm mind My blown. grandfather also has hearing aids and literally will watch TV. The TV syncs up to them. Yes, but can, but can others hear the regular TV speakers? You can also do regular too. That's fascinating. So instead yeah. of Grandpa just yes. cranking He's it up cranking and, it up. and or or yeah. putting on headphones and blasting them to where we can hear them, it's actually fed into the hearing aids. Yeah, it's incredible. It's it's great technology. And I tell you it what, is there mind are, blowing. There are times when kids just sitting there at her office or at her desk, and I can't tell she's on the phone, and I'll start talking to her, and then she'll say she'll say something in. <laughs> <laughs> You can't tell she's on the phone. Like she'll be on hold. You and just... <laughs> You're like, wait, what? I'd be like, kid, that's not professional. <laughs> You're like, sorry, that was my kid. Right, right. Um, so, so that's a great technology. And then, and, and then it's really awesome to be able to tell our chamber members if they have something going on, they can text our landline. And and something else that's great is you know you talk about like boundaries and accessibility. Yep. My cell phone number is no longer on my business cards. Sure, yeah. <laughs> yes. So people can text the office and, and do business through. So you know what's funny about that, about the access thing? I, I'm a, 
I'm a bit of a culprit of the access because uh, I do put my cell phone number on my business card. The reason mm-hmm. I do, though, is so I have a Google Voice. That's why I asked if it was Google Voice because I have a Google Voice number for my business. So I, I'm not even sure. Sometimes you text or call me on one or the other number. But, okay. Um, but the 252 number is my business number, but that's linked to Google Voice, which is on my phone. And so I could get that on my computer. Like Claire could put that on her phone if she wanted to. Yeah. And so it's it's kind of convenient, right? So it's, it's yeah. app-based. It does text messages and it does – and now it does picture messages – but it does not do video messages. And so sometimes someone will be sending me a video or I'm trying to send a video to someone via text and I can't because it doesn't send mm. a video that way. It's not – it's very uncommon and I probably could just completely change that workflow. First world problems. It's a first world problem. <laughs> but I guess my point is um, just sometimes – I don't know. I just feel like it's just easier sometimes for people just to call my cell phone and I don't know. Most people. I would say the majority of my clients respect, have a boundary, yeah, like, and, and and understood that they're that boundary. they're calling Bear City Impact and not Brad. Yes, but they're all right, and so they're they're, they're calling me at an appropriate work time. I guess is kind yeah. of the point. You know, they're not calling me at eight o'clock because they need a change made to something that is not urgent to be done at eight o'clock. You know, and right. So, um. I also pretty blunt people. I'm just like, I don't answer my phone after like after a certain time, you know, or I'll look at a text and I'll, I'll decide to respond to it. I guess. So I kind of, yeah, I kind of command the, the, uh, the access, whether or not I want to, I guess is kind of the point. Yeah. But, um, well, same thing. If, if, if the office phone rings at the office and Kit takes a phone call and it's for me and I'm not in the office, she can forward it to my cell phone. Oh, okay. Like, so- like while it's ringing or. No, like she can answer the phone and put them on hold and then forward it over to my cell phone. What is this thing called again? It's Avaya. Av- Avaya, like A-V-I-A? Yes. So one of our chamber members um, educated us on this. Check this out. They're, they're um, computer geeks. So they have a tech that works down in Havelock. And uh, Mike's pretty awesome. He He was in there talking about what all they do, all the services that they do. They're also known as Intrasource, so they're kind of dealing with mm-hmm. identity right there. But... Um, they they queued us in because we were trying to upgrade our phones and um, we couldn't because of the, the old technology. And oh, so it actually saves Wait, us this, money. Is that the logo yes, there? Yes, that's oh, it. Oh, interesting. I got to check this so, out. And is, is it a chamber member that sells these things or something? Is yes. That what it is? I'll have to get in touch with them. You'll have to tell me who it is. Computer is geeks. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought you were just calling them a computer geek. No, no. They're computer geeks or intrasource. They're, they're both... Computer geeks Same. have luck. Are you typing it into our awesome website? I am not. I'm Googling it. <gasps> Brad, can oh. I recommend you go to www.havelockchamber.org? <laughs> you know what? Here, let, let, let's do this. Let, let's do this on the fly. I'm going to type in like computer or something. I'm going to see what happens. This could be a bad on the fly. I'm not sure how this is going to work out. Oh. It's because it depends if they have the word computer tagged in there. Uh, I don't know if they do because I think they're right now listed under Intrasource. So they were just in the office the other day. Oh, they're the same company. Same company. Oh, 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 oh. Um, so they're we're going to be redoing their membership underneath Computer Geeks because Got the it. title clearly implies more of what they do. Intrasource. Uh, Mike Bryan. IT slash the- cabling slash security. Yeah. Got it. They do everything. Cameras, any sort of sound system, just all of it. Interesting. 
Um, well, I'll have to get in touch with them then because um, do, do they perhaps handle your email or do you know if they do handle They handle it? everything. Do, do they do it for you though, email? No, oh, no. okay. The, the reason I ask is I one of the most common questions I get when it comes to like I, I, I'm certain you asked me this question um, is when we're about to publish a new website and especially if they already had a website is what happens to all my emails like nothing happens like it's it's completely separate from the two yeah but it's i understand where the question is coming from because it's a concern your email is aaron at havelockchamber.org so it's coming from the same domain and so i, I completely understand the source of that question yeah. it just has nothing to do with it however um, what I also will get a lot of times is, um, hey, I now want to, it, you might have had like a havelock chamber at gmail.com and someone's like, hey, I want, you know, my emails to be Aaron at and Kit at and you know, yeah. Brad at all that stuff. I know how to do that. It's not terribly complicated, but it can get complicated. It can be very overwhelming for someone that doesn't have the experience or the knowledge. Well, it's, it's it's one thing to just set the email and then have someone access it via, you know, the web browser. It's another thing when you want to now install it into like an Outlook program to download your computer, you yeah. get it on your phone, you want to integrate it with your QuickBooks system or, you know, then it becomes complicated. And I never know the answer to that. I guess it's kind of the point. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's, it's not like I can just be like, hey, I'll only do it if you're only ever going to access it from the web browser. Because it's like so unpredictable. My point is, for the, like the last like two years, I just I don't touch email like, at all. I just tell them to just set up with Google or Zoho or you know find an IT company because that's really what they're looking yeah. for. You know, an IT company really doesn't provide web design. Some of them do, but it's not like their specialty. So they kind of stumble along. I found send them to the computer happens, geeks. You know, and so like. We are an advertising agency, yeah. so like I don't want to be in the email Your marketing, IT branding, business. Yeah. I just I don't want to be in it. It's 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 terrible money for me. It's it's just a headache. So yeah, I guess that's kind of my point. Yeah, I, I need to find someone that's I had someone, but they're not around anymore, and so I just need to find someone that's they, reliable. They have to they have texts that work, and we were just discussing this. The Newport, Havelock, um, James City, and also in Newburn. Oh, perfect, done. Okay, so, yeah. right, I'm going to get in touch with them then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. I'll right. be sure to get you the the right contact information. Okay. Yeah. Computer geeks interest source. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's uh, let's talk a little bit about you know where is the Havelock Chamber going? All right. So we got some. You you, you said you recently took on like five or six members last month. That's, yeah. That's pretty good growth. It's good growth. Mm -hmm. um, everything's looking really good and really healthy. A lot of our businesses have sustained through covid um it was a great time for everybody to a little bit reinvent themselves mm -hmm. i compare it to um the discomfort that comes with somebody sitting in your church pew um the difference was everybody had somebody else sitting in their church pew at the same time mm. so since everybody was already a little uncomfortable right um it was a great time to to make changes mm. um so we did that at the chamber um we made some changes a lot of our businesses have done the same thing rebranding i'm sure you've seen a lot of customers Take a deep breath and just go in full force and and kind of refocus. A lot, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I've explained this uh, story to a couple people to where, you know, that uh, two years ago when these what I call lockdowns, you know, sort of started happening. When we say lockdown, I think a lot of it was like these suggested quarantine, and so you know, there was a lot of fear a, involved. Too. A lot of fear, but some of it was mandated things like where restaurants could not be open unless right. they had outdoor seating, and right. so that was probably the single biggest 
uh, economic impact, I would say, was when restaurants could not be open unless and you hair had, salons and the hair yeah. salons. Yes. So the, the ones that had like 100 percent shutdowns, those were the biggest impact of yeah. things. And so when that happened, so the, the, the position of that that I was in was was I had you know, I moved here in 2018. So we can June of 2018. So it was a brand new business. I'm transplants. So I'm brand new to the area, so no one knows Brad Poirier. I'd been to a couple of networking events before that when I visited, mm-hmm. and so I started making some contacts, but really had not established myself at all. Just started this new business, and you know, some kind of soliciting, you know, some new business. I had like one or two very small clients, and then September comes around, we have this hurricane, you know, Florence, and so, right. So I discovered quick. I was like, I didn't know how big this thing was going to be. I don't know how big of a deal hurricanes are. Turns out this was like a big deal kind of hurricane. And so then yeah. I come back into New Bern, you know, that weekend. Um, so that was a Thursday, I think, is when it happened. I think we finally were able to drive where we were staying. We finally could drive on the roads by like Saturday. Mm-hmm. And so I remember coming here that Saturday afternoon and just looking at like how destroyed the town was. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, oh, OK, well, I guess I'm going to have to just shift, you know, like my sales strategy here because there is none. You know, right. and so I'm just like, you know, it's like half these businesses aren't even open. So I'm like, you know, there's there's no way I can just all around New Bern. So anyways, yeah. so that that was 2018. And so then uh, 2019 comes around. I started doing some events and then um, we start to recover. I start to kind of <laughs> recover, start to actually build up a business in 2019. So 2019 was a pretty good real first year because 2018 was like only a couple months. That's when of I like, came on board with the chamber. Mm-hmm. And, and so, so twenty nineteen started to like actually build some revenue up, and then twenty twenty happens, right? Yes. And so now I'm like, oh, here we are again. You know, businesses are now shut down. So I'm like back in this. I just felt like I was back in the same position as I was only maybe fourteen months ago. And so I went back to doing what I did in twenty eighteen. I just basically started doing like pro bono work for like a whole bunch of people. Like just like, oh hey, like here your your business is like shut down. Like let me. Out. You were building like, partnerships though. Yeah, yeah. But what I found out was, I just assumed people were going to hunker down, save their cash, and just kind of just. Mm-hmm. But there were a lot of people. What I found a lot of was a lot of people were. very very financially responsible beforehand. So they had a little bit of a nest yeah. egg, you know, from their business, but they now also had the time where they didn't before. So they had the money, but they didn't have time. So now they had the money and they had the time to reinvest into it. You're right. So they, they were, that, that's where you saw a lot of restaurants where they were like remodeling the inside. Cause like, Hey, we're shut down. So I guess now we're actually going to like get new flooring because we can, you know, right. cause I don't have to worry about, they've been wanting to do it. We don't have to worry about shutting the restaurant down for a week and losing revenue. We're yeah. already doing that anyways. And so, and there was that, a lot of grant programs and different mm-hmm. things available that the businesses that utilized those had the revenue to That's do those right. things also. That's right. And so I end up really shifting my focus around like the late springtime of 2020. And then I would say since like the since May of 2020, it has been nonstop for me. Like it just I, I, I can't even think of the last time like I had like a, a shorter, like lighter week. I mean, like even the even the other week when, when, when Claire, when you were like gone on your vacation, you're like, oh, like, oh, you got kind of like a light week. Uh, Claire manages my, my calendar, my schedule. Yeah. So she's like, oh, you got kind of a light week while I'm gone. I was, and I'm looking, I'm like, I like a little bit. But then just like, you know, events or appointments just started kind of coming in and then 
It wasn't like a light a week at busy, all. Yeah, like I had a very busy week. <laughs> and again, I'm not complaining. I mean, I, I say this, almost, you know, people say like, oh, I say this every day, like, but they probably don't really say it every day. I really say this almost every day, like how grateful I am to be busy in this still well, recovering economic and environment. That, that's what we started with first thing this morning. You said, how's the chamber? Busy. Yeah. Like, I'm sure you are. And then it was blessed to be busy. That's exactly. Yeah. I mean, I could be in a situation where it's like, I, I mean, I'm struggling to figure out how to like keep this light on here, you know, and, and I'm not. I mean, I'm, I just it's an overwhelming feeling to be both this busy, but also like be this thankful yeah. to be this busy. I mean, it just. Yeah, because I I don't know six months from now something else could happen where it may in fact in, impact me the way it impacted a restaurant. Is kind of my point, right? So I'm, I'm counting my. We really just now. we can't see what the plot twists are that are coming yeah. at us. I'm not worried about it. I don't get anxious about it. I but just in the moment. So just in the moment every day I'm just kind of. Well, like, I think we've thank all you, thank I think you, we've all learned you. in this area, not just through the hurricane that was you know regional right. to us, but the pandemic worldwide that we can all just reinvent and overcome. All right. There's there's this newfound comfort in being able to just pivot yeah i think people found themselves to be more resilient than they really were mm -hmm. i think there are people that probably found themselves in the same position as anything else where it's like the first hint of trouble they're just kind of like right but what we are facing now is staffing issues yes. and supply issues mm -hmm. so at the chamber we have been working really hard to encourage mm. everybody to be more patient um, it's going to take longer to get seated at a table. It's going to take longer for your waitress yeah. to come. Everybody's been working double shifts. Everybody's tired. Some of the restaurants are having to close additional days either because of staffing issues or needing to give their staff a break because with the limited staff, everybody's yeah. burning out. Mm. So just. I was actually yeah. in the CVS the other day over in uh, MLK here in New Bern, And there's a sign on the door that just says, Actually, there's a few of them. It says our pharmacist will be taking, uh, will be closed from like 1230 to 130 so our pharmacist can take a lunch. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I just thought even like from a like a chain level, you know, like CVS is a chain. But it's just like, I mean, you got so many people now going to the, you know, urgent care and to the hospital. And, you know, there, there's, yeah. there's more medicine and more pills being delivered out now more than ever. And it's like, yeah, so they're overrun plus like an understaff and things. So I'm sure they were trying to figure out a way of how to just provide for themselves the self-care so like, and the less accessibility because you've got to yeah. you know so they're just like you know what? just everyone's taking a lunch at this time so that's it so the pharmacy is just closed between this hour but makes, right that makes perfect sense because everybody needs a break yeah most outpatient places do like a dentist or any or any medical place you go to the generally it's like if you call it's like oh we're on lunch between 12 and 1 it's just that's just how right it is. it's just easy it's just it's just easy so someone just always knows when they're not available basically um so anyways, yeah, I just I think people are just found that they're just much more resilient than what we probably thought we were, mm -hmm. you know, um, especially yes. if you've gone through several different issues, you know, you know, you know, over the course of a couple of years, I guess is kind of the point. Yeah. Um, so anyways, yeah. So let, let's uh, here. I'm going to do this uh, fun little interview segment here. OK. Um, these are uh, open ended, open ended questions these are called pod decks. These are kind of fun. Oh, and by the way, while I'm doing this here, um, oh, um, wh wh while I'm doing this, I just want to mention to everybody listening that uh, if you are considering starting a podcast like this, it doesn't have to be a live stream, by the way. You can do a podcast that is not video recorded, it's not a live stream. Um, this room here is available for rent. So, um, so you can do a podcast. We have up to three microphones. There's two in use right now, but there's three microphones, up to three that can be used. 
um, and you can use it with a camera or without a camera. It's up to you, but um, but yeah, and then you know we can also throw your branding up here on the TV if you're doing a video. So just want to mention that again. So this is available for rent. You can just message us if you are good use of the space. Yes, thank you very much. All right, so these are general kind of questions. This one's called "What the F," um, but they're all open ended. So all open ended questions. Yeah, okay. this isn't like super like edgy or anything. I mean, it's just they're just a little bit a little bit off the wall. Don't get scared of it, I guess. Okay. So which one do you want to go with? Let's let's go with yes! a little edgy. Yes. Some let's, people have been like scared to go. No, to, let's. Some go, people go to it right away. Let's go a little off the wall. I, all right. I'm from Oregon. So we're going <laughs> to shuffle this. Oregon gets wild. Yeah. All right. All right. So they're shuffled. And so I'm going to have you pull out a card. And then you can read the card. And we'll both answer it. Simple okay. as that. Who uh -oh. is the most famous person you've ever met? Oh. Um, I feel like I've... That, that's not even like that wild. Um, no, it's not. We've done this before, though, too. We've already, this card has been pulled in a podcast. Well, let me pull another one. Erin hasn't done it, though. Yeah, but Brad has. Let's, I'll pull a better one. <laughs> pull a better one. What's the most imaginative insult you can come up with? <laughs> uh, don't be a muggle. <laughs> I think it's like a Harry Potter reference. I think, yeah, right. I think, I, I think know. the least imaginative would be like, "Bless your heart." Yeah, I guess. Well, because apparently, "bless your heart" actually has like a negative connotation and like kind of like a sympathetic connotation to it. Body language. I, I, yeah, context, I guess it's body language context. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, I think it's it's hard. For, like my insults are like like in the moment on the fly, and it's they're contextually based. So, like I might insult someone. And the thing is, I'm not a big person to insult somebody. This is a tough question for me to answer because I, I don't really insult people a whole lot. And if I do, it's usually just sarcastic humor. Right. To in, a friend, in a safe environment. To a friend. Yes. yes. It's usually to a friend. And it's based on, like, I'll compare them to something, I guess, is kind of the point. Yeah, that's a really tough. Let, let's do another one. That is a tough loud. question because I don't like to insult either, people I guess either. That's kind of the but point. in a friend yeah. group, I'll say something like, I'm glad your mama loves you. Yes, yes. Or, or like, or like a like a common one. Like if someone says something, you know, like a little crass, or like you kiss your mom with that mouth, you know, or just something like that. You oh. know, but that's not really like much of an insult. It's just more of a comedic. I used to say something like that at the high school to yeah. the students. My insults are punchlines. I guess is kind of yeah. It's yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I'm gonna throw this one. I don't like insults. Okay. Yeah, I, I so agree. Let's do another one. Third okay. one. Third time's a charm. If you were out at dinner with no cash, Ooh. what would you do or say to get the bill paid? Oh, that's a good I one. I like this one. This is a chamber question, that's really. That's a good one. All right. If I was out to dinner and I hadn't, it's, I read into this way too much. I was like, did I go there already knowing I didn't have cash or like, did I just find out I have cash? I you you left your wallet at home, Brad. Yeah. I would probably just like be as apologetic as possible and just ask me if there's a way I can just call in like a payment because that has kind of happened before. Yeah. But it's also at a place like I've known just like, okay, just like, you know, and I'll like go in later and I'll just grab my car and I'll just kind of pay them right. or something, you know. So I don't know. I guess I kind of knew what I would do. It's because if it's kind of happened to me before, but not intentionally, I guess is kind of the point. I've never gone into a place intentionally without money to go pay for something. That's where that question leads me to. 
Right. You could always like call home and get the credit card number. Yeah. They take, take out orders. Or I feel like I would handle the situation pretty well. What about you? Well, I will say from a chamber standpoint and the fact that Havelock does family better than anywhere else. You either know the business owner or you know somebody sitting next to you and they are going to cover you and take care of you and they're not even going to worry about repayment later. Yeah, we're on a very similar page with that, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I just I feel like I I think it would be the intent. I guess if you went there, okay. So how would you do it if you intent? How would you intentionally go into a place without cash to get a free meal? Then I would order water <laughs> to intentionally get a free meal. Let, let me see the card. I'm trying to figure out what the. If you were out at dinner with no cash, what would you do or say to get the bill paid? So I guess yeah, maybe the question is the intent of this is if like if you forgot like I'd if it find was an a accident. cute single fella. <laughs> <laughs> See that doesn't work for a guy. Like you know, it's like I'm I'm sure you know it would work for a guy as long as he's looking for a cute single female. Well, I'm I, just I saying, guess, guess, perhaps there's yeah. sugar moments out there too. Like, perhaps <laughs> you might be right. Yeah, you might be right. Um, I'm not going to test. Technology this, has progressed, so has the single world. <laughs> You're like, hey, Chili's, <laughs> can I Venmo you? <laughs> perhaps, I guess. And that is something else. If we have our cell phone on us, we usually have access to make payments as well. Yeah, actually, and some of them actually are contactless payments now. Actually. Mm-hmm. So some of them are like where you actually pay like with your phone through like a link. Right. I don't know if any local it's businesses like do that. but never having to worry about going to Chick-fil-A with my wallet because I just use the there app. There we go. <laughs> just use the app. There I just go. use the app. I mean, I'm spending money. I feel like you just opened the door. Like I feel like you just opened the door. Yeah, I opened the for, door for, to Chick-fil-A. But, but for the Chick-fil-A app in points, I feel like I feel like that was your way of opening the door. No, it's not. That was not supposed <laughs> to happen. That was not happen. But I mean, we have a lot of different payment options now. And mm. that brings up a great point related to the chamber, Brad. Oh, so that. with the pandemic, we all kind of went to paying with credit cards because mm-hmm. it was less touch points and, you know, less ch- chance of, of contamination or whatever. But I will say with small businesses... When you pay with a credit card, the credit card company gets part of that. So one of the best ways to support small businesses is to pay with cash. It increases their profit margins. Well, let me ask you this. Are there a lot of places that advocate or or that promote paying with cash now, though? No, because it's a convenience thing. You don't want to discriminate against your customers because most customers, for convenience, will pay with credit cards. I hate cash and checks. So... Well, Personally, and I understand. I prefer to take the. I prefer that's, to take the three percent. That's the world we look at, at right now. But what happens is, you know, a lot of our restaurants will build that into their price margin, mm-hmm. knowing mm-hmm. that they're going to be paying a fee to the credit card companies. Mm-hmm. But if you if you're in a place where you know you want to increase their profit margins, sure, you can pay with cash. I, I will say that, that I, I don't have cash with me always, but when I do, I I do ask. I guess the reason I ask that is. I'll ask a local business and says, would you prefer me to pay cash? And they're just like, it, 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 it doesn't matter to me. And they might just be saying that to be kind of yeah. modest and they don't really want to inconvenience you. But I, I, I often will ask, this is, you know, I have yeah. cash. Can, can you know, does mm-hmm. that make a difference for you? The feedback that I've got is that it doesn't seem to make a difference for them. Or it's also maybe not the owner that I'm talking to all the time. So it's, it's kind of, I guess that's why I'm asking that question is are, are there enough yeah. people that are generally, 
we prefer cash. You well, know? there's businesses in Havelock where I will intentionally pay cash because they are a smaller business. Yeah. And the, those dollars tend to add up. You know, mm-hmm. I can add more money to the tip, but that's usually going to the wait staff. That's right. not going to the, the profit mm-hmm. margin. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's Agreed. just just some just a talking point, something just to think a about. Talking point, yeah, for sure. Okay, well, Miss Erin, thank you so much for uh, stopping by today. Thank you uh, for having really me. Really appreciate it. Yes. Can um, I can I give a plug really quick? Of course you can. Yes. So we have our salute to the veterans event coming up on May tenth. May tenth. Okay. So that is an event that we put together. Businesses sponsor tables. It's not a fundraiser. We've got. Um, Major General Tom Broughton, retired, is going to be our MC. Our guest speaker for the event is going to be Lieutenant General, retired Lieutenant General um, Walter Gaskin. He is the secretary for the North Carolina Department of Military and Veterans Affairs. Did you get all that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he must have like an extra wide business card. <laughs> yeah, I think he does. So I, I was looking up his bio and everything. This man has done a lot of great things. So we're really looking forward to having him come yeah, and speak. Cool. So we're going to have 400 people down at the wow. Tourist and Event Center. Wow. Um, yeah. It's, it's what, a what's the capacity of that place? I think 400 is going to be quite at capacity. Gonna capacity we're going to have yeah. the Marine Corps Band, the Color Guard, mm. cake It's a beautiful ceremony. place, yeah. It's a great thing that, that the Chamber does every year. Mm-hmm. So we're really looking forward to um, cool. getting back on schedule. And so May yeah. 10th, it's a Tuesday night. We still have some tables available. So mm-hmm. if anybody out there wants Chamber tables, let us know. So, uh, so May 10th, Tuesday, at what time? Um, the event kicks off at 6 o'clock. 6 o'clock, okay. With some hors d'oeuvres. It's going to be a uh, plated dinner. Yeah. Got it. All right. Our appearance commission, the Havelock Appearance Commission, mm-hmm. is going to do the boots. They line up the boots just mm-hmm. like they do in the Havelock for mm-hmm. you know Memorial Day, Veterans Day. So. That's a pretty cool display on that tour, the event center there. Yeah. Like the end, like with all the, the aviation. Yes, it's really neat. And a lot of people don't know that there's aviation exhibits inside that building mm. and that we have a visitor center. So. I don't think I knew that actually. Yeah. I guess, yeah. Not until okay. recently. So. Oh, okay. Interesting. All right. Any, yeah. any other plugs? Um, we did our Artisans Affair. Okay, uh, what's that? We had a big art event in the Tourist and Event Center, and it was we had all local artists come in and sell their oh. wares. We had live music, we had food and beer samples. It was, was a this? great time. We uh, March nineteenth. I don't think I'm on your email list. I feel like I don't know why I'm like bringing this up now. Like I, I don't you know should be getting shade. our newsletters every Monday morning yeah, at six fifteen a.m. Yeah, I'm not. I don't. I don't know why I'm throwing shade. All of a sudden, I'll, I'll have to get in touch with. Uh, Clear. I'm going to need you to add this to his schedule on Mondays to read the chamber Havelock Chamber <laughs> newsletter. <laughs> um, and well, actually, both of us should both of us should be on your email list. I we're, we're members. I'm going to double check this. You should be on there. I, I'm definitely not. Make sure we're not going into your junk. I check my junk probably <laughs> good once a week. I feel like there's like a pun coming here. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking it. I wasn't saying it. Um, yeah. But it was it was our first ever annual Artisans Affair. We've been trying oh. to have it for two years. It was, like I said, all just local art. So we had leather, guns, tattoos, uh, glass fusion, jewelry, crochet, anything you can think of, it was there. Um, and we're going to do it again next year, next March. I hate to use your event and this thing as a jump off um, no, to what I'm about it. to say. Community, be- be- do before it. We end up- no, it's, uh, I feel like email marketing, I feel like is right now, I feel like is the most underrated marketing channel. Because mm-hmm. like, 
I I'd like the Havelock Chamber on Facebook, but I don't always see the posts. You know what I mean? That's just that's that just means with you everything. have a very busy news feed. It, I do, but but that's that's how most people are. So you don't get to see all the stuff. And same thing on Instagram. Same thing on any other place that you're putting your stuff. But your email, it's not guaranteed. But like if you can maintain, like you know, like some of the clients that we do email marketing for, you know, we see like rates of like thirty five. 40% yeah. open rates. I mean, yes. if, if you could take... And we have good click rates too because everything's hyperlinked in our newsletter. On, on Facebook, you're lucky to have like about a 5% reach from your organic likes without yeah. paying for them. You know, it's 5%. So if you have a thousand people that like your page, you might get 50 people looking at your post. What's actually going on, yeah. That's 50 people out of a thousand. But if you have a thousand people in your email list, you could potentially get maybe 300 400 you know that's eight times yeah the amount of just even if they don't click things just viewing what you got going on right like maybe this artisan thing maybe i wouldn't have to have clicked on the the page that goes to the event right but i just know hey there's this artisan affair thing going on it's this date let me keep it in the back of my mind and then it's being emailed to me because it goes out every week yeah yeah so it's probably in there like a couple times you it was know. in there quite a bit yeah Email marketing, and the thing is, like, email marketing is so cheap, too. I mean, depending on how many people you have. I mean, typically, most email companies, uh, so Constant Contact, MailChimp, and MailerLite, those are the three most yeah. common. Uh, we use MailerLite for most of our clients. Um, but anything under 2,000 is free. You know, anything yeah. under where you, if, if you have less than 2,000 subscribers, it's free. You yeah. know, and then if, if you have 2001, I think it goes up to like $15 or something. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's pretty inexpensive, um, yeah. you know, for the reach that you can get and the engagement on that email that you can get in the return. So, which brings me to another point, another yes. way of reaching yes. something the chamber is working on. That's kind of behind the scenes right now. Oh, it's not going to be behind the scenes anymore. I know we're, I'm telling the world. Oh, breaking news, breaking, breaking news. news, people. Um, our goal is July 1 to launch a new Havelock app. Oh, interesting. So that app will also allow us push notifications. Oh. So we can send it out that there's going to be an artisan's affair in Havelock. Oh, that's wonderful. So Excellent. It has a lot of great features. So Cool. I'll be on the lookout for the I'm, app. I'm working on it. There's I'm looking for, for some partners for that, but there's going to be an app for that. Oh. It's going to be news events. All of our chamber members will be highlighted with logos and blurbs. Um, Interesting. But the entire community will be listed. Mm -hmm. So it's it's specific mm -hmm. to Havelock, not the chamber. Mm -hmm. Sure, sure. I get it. So it's cool. going to be a wonderful thing. All right. Who do we got for 61, Claire? Sandy from Bella's Cafe. Sandy from Bella's Cafe in New Bern. Excellent. I really hope that she drinks coffee with me that morning. I'll be really upset if she doesn't drink coffee. You're just going to need to drink extra today. I'm going to need you to remind her the day before that to not drink coffee for the morning or if she <laughs> or to drink half a cup or something like that. And I know how she takes her coffee also. So maybe I'll just make her coffee and I'll just, Ooh, I'll just have it here. Mm -hmm. That's a, a pro tip, by the way, for someone who's also in the service providing yes. world. Um, I have a... Um, this unfortunately is only for my downtown peoples because this is uh, like I'm not going to drive coffee to somewhere, but I have uh, wait, where is it here? Bear City Impact. Um, here we go. Coffee preferences. I have a coffee preferences note. Really? For all my friends downtown, and so I just some everyone's. I don't I haven't I haven't done this in a long time, but every once in a while I'll just grab a coffee. I'll make the coffee for them and I'll just pop in their business and I'll just deliver them coffee. Really? Mm -hmm. 
That is awesome. So that's why I said it's only a downtown thing because I don't know. I just don't. I mean, I guess I could just drive to like a creme and like drive to some other place to do it, which I actually have done that before. But it's easier. It's way more convenient for me to just pop into someone's downtown business and just right. drink a coffee somewhere. Like we, we did that for Virginia one time with our meeting the other week. We just gave her a She was so she smiled. She was so relationships happy. matter, and mm-hmm. and when you know what somebody's likes are, that's it's very on brand for me though too. You know, so it just is. Yeah. Um, just a little little pro tip out there. Find yeah. little things that's on brand for you. Like, I don't know. I, I, I got to stop this because I'm going to get on a branding conversation. But I just, <laughs> I, I just, people just don't understand how to market their brand enough. Like, it's it's way more than a stupid logo. Like, I could probably brand myself by removing that logo. And people would still, like, know, like, what I'm about. It's the things you do that people remember about you. That's your brand. Just, yes. Just think about that. It's it's the things that you do and the feeling that you give to people. That is your brand. It has nothing to do with the visual. That's just a component of it. Customer service. That's matters. just the visual identifier. Yeah. 